the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Trying to focus you a little bit on creating wealth so that we all can live off of it till the day we die after the time we retire. It's a pretty simple concept. Getting there, not the easiest thing. Especially when there's inflation, it gets a lot trickier. And then there's times where there's conflicts around the world, which historically have been a buying opportunity, but they never feel like a buying opportunity. When Kennedy was assassinated, the markets dipped and then they rallied. When Saddam Hussein invaded Iraq, uh, I'm sorry, Kuwait, a couple times, stocks dipped, and then they rallied. What will happen with Russia and Ukraine? Dip, and then very likely rally. I don't think it's a war that Putin can afford for his people, his rich people. Um, But we'll see. I'm very cynical about that. And yet he seems to have the resolve to want to take back what was once Russia's. Don't know if I blame him. Um, when you put it like that, you know, if we were to say, ah, Florida, we're going to give that to, to Cuba. After 50 or 60 years, we might go, we might want Florida back. Is it that simple? That's what the story is being told to us, right? So a little bit of consternation going on right there. Uh, People are a little bit freaked out, and I get it. I'm not superstitious um, in any way, shape, or form. Vegas expects to be the biggest wedding day ever today. Huh. Do you feel lucky to get married, or do you feel unlucky about Russia? Year-to-date, the NASDAQ's down 13.4%. The S&P 500 down 8.7%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down 6.2%. 10-year treasury now sits at 1.85 after hitting two last week, two, and not being able to hold it. Bitcoin's showing some real signs of stress, down 22% for the year at 37,023. I was watching it in the middle of the night. It wasn't looking any better. Oil's up 24% for the year, telling us, if you can't beat them, maybe you should join them in inflation. Putin recognized two separatist groups or regions in the eastern part of Ukraine as independent and order Russian troops to enter those areas. This provides the pretext for an invasion of other parts of the country. Western leaders condemned the move as a violation of international law. And the United States said it will impose sanctions on those regions. Huh. Sanctions, huh? That's the best we got? Kind of feels like it. Russia's recently grown its foreign currency reserves to $631 billion. Russia's trimmed expenses to put itself in a sturdier financial footing. It's built its own financial messaging system in case it gets blocked from the one used around the world known as SWIFT. It's developed homegrown industries to reduce imports from the West, most famously Russian Parmesan cheese. I know you're saying, I did not know that. Me neither, right? Truth Social launched yesterday. 
Donald Trump's Twitter-like social media app. Shout out to number one on the Apple's App Store in its first day. Bumpy ride. Users encountered all kinds of problems, including a wait list. I don't think that's to be unexpected. I would get the fee- I get the feeling it's going to be a pretty popular app, uh, both for critics and for fans. I get the feeling the trolling there is going to be epic. Um, what do we have? Hmm. Some stories you see and you're like, no, that's not all that good. Let's see. That's not good either. Outdoor dining, the hottest trend in dating. Starting to find out that romance scams are at an all-time high, up 80% from 2020 to 2021. The tender swindler, Netflix, latest true crime doc about a man accused of conning women on tender out of $10 million has led the global Netflix charge since its debuted on February 2nd. Do you know anyone who's been swindled? I heard the most shocking and upsetting story that I've heard in a long time. I was talking with a financial planner who has never been on the air before. I was asking him, like, what's going on in your world? What's going on in the, your client stories? And uh, he told me one of his clients got swindled on Bitcoin. That an old friend showed up on Twitter and said, hey, I happen to have gotten in early. I think you should too. I just bought a Lamborghini. You will be able to as well. And I think for context, and this is just, I don't know if I'm being racist, nationalist. I don't know what I am here. It was a woman born in the United States who had Chinese parents and her friend from growing up who was Chinese. And next thing you know, she's talking to her financial advisor and asking for $1.2 million to be wired out of her fund and be wired to China. Uh, to a bank, it wasn't even in, in China, but her friend basically wasn't her friend. It was a fake Twitter account, and she lost $1.2 million. Be careful, people. When you wire, you I, when you buy a home and you wire, you would honestly think that um, you're a criminal. They, they're like, okay. You got to wait. You got to call people on the other side and call them like three minutes before you wire and let them know it's coming. Let them know it's coming. Let them know it's coming. Keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it. It's there. Is it there? Is it there? I guess wiring is really, really dangerous, right? There's a cargo ship that's carrying Porsche Bentleys and Lamborghinis. It's going to cost at least $155 million. It could cost about $245 million. Why? Because it's on fire in the middle of the ocean. Any of the cars on board have electric vehicles with lithium-ion batteries, which require specialized firefighting equipment. Does that make you sad? A boatload of Porsche, Bentleys, and Lamborghinis? Or does that go, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, yeah. It's surprised that hasn't happened sooner. Australia opened its borders to international travelers for the first time in nearly two years. Juwan Howard, the men's basketball coach at Michigan, was suspended for the remainder of the regular season after he hit Wisconsin's assistant coach following Sunday's game. Could be the dumbest one hour that I spent on sports radio listening to. Should he have done it or not done it? I had to take a three-hour drive yesterday and 
I don't know, comedy wasn't working and there was no financial news and don't want to listen to headline news and wasn't feeling the music. So I listened to a little sports radio. Bottom line, no grown man should ever put his hand on another man. I don't, I don't care what happened before that in the bro code. No grown man should ever put his hand on another grown man. Especially with cameras on you. Hardware engineers at Google could expect to be paid between 97000 and 262000 Research scientists at Google make 135000 to 277000 Cloud partner managers can make 186000 Sounds like you should have got a degree in getting something at Google, huh? These are pretty good salaries. Spotify Inc. deals with stars from Kim Kardashian to Jordan Peele, but few have released podcasts. Spotify's three-year push to produce its own shows has been rocky. Leaked memos and insiders revealed a creative bottleneck at the company. This Joe Rogan story started to expose some other problems at Spotify. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Have you seen the Tender Swindler? I have not. Hi-oh! Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Questions about how to invest in your retirement? Check out robblackshow.com and get in on the conversation. Subscribe to the podcast and video channels. No one cares more about your money than you do. It's time to start to feel good about your financial future. robblackshow.com robblackshow.com Krispy Kreme reported its first quarterly profit since going public. I'm saying this with like total smile on my face. I wonder if we could create a fatso ETF portfolio of just stuff that's just not good for you. Like not Peloton. So it has to be something that makes you not realize. Oh, video games. They can go in. Um, Krispy Kreme can go in for sure. McDonald's can go in. Um, what, do you see like we're, we got a problem in the United States? You could almost put GM in it or Ford in it because we're too small to fit in four-door sedans or two-door sedans. So we're going with big trucks and SUVs, which are cash cows for the automobile companies. There's something there. I don't want to get too far into it because people are going to email me. And for the record, I got a little puffiness to me and I'm fine with it. Krispy Kreme reports its first quarterly profit since going public fueled by strong holiday sales. Not a headline I expected to be reading today. Russia's sanctions are rolling in as officials warn invasion of Ukraine has begun. Where were you when Ukraine was invaded? You know what's sad is people are going to die. People are probably going to be assassinated. And we don't really care. Some of us do. Some of us don't. But mostly it's going to be life goes on. And, you know, if I were to go to a lunch place today and sit down and say, hey, what do you guys think about Ukraine? Most people wouldn't know. Interesting to note, holiday weekend air travel surged to its highest level since Thanksgiving as COVID cases continue to drop. One analyst is calling for the S&P 500 to rally 20% throughout the rest of the year. Keep in mind, I started the show by telling you how much it's down for the year. 10 and 14% is nothing to be sniffled at. So a big rally could come from people traveling. As we travel, we go to weddings. Weddings cost money. 
Um, hotels cost money. Wedding attire, new clothes cost money. People making all that stuff make money. They go out and they spend money. So the holiday weekend air travel surging to its highest level since Thanksgiving, probably a pretty positive thing for the stock market in six months from now. If, again, you believe that this time, Delta doesn't come, Omicron, Omicron doesn't come, become a new variant. And there's already stories of new variants out there. It's just they're not compelling enough for any of us to like latch on to and say, you know, I'm going to go down telling this story for three complete years instead of two and a half or two and a quarter. It's I think we're all fatigued, both telling the story and hearing the story and living the story. Some countries, including the UK, France, Israel, have loosened entry requirements. U.S. airlines and several other travel interest groups earlier this month urged Biden administration to drop pre-departure COVID testing requirements. Yeah, the only down thing on that is what happens when they tell us, you know, we got to start doing this all one more time. Not fun, right? Sony just unveiled its new virtual reality headset for the PlayStation, which will compete with Facebook's Quest. It comes as companies increasingly bet on digital feature, heating up competition in the growing space. Sony unveiled its PlayStation Virtual Reality 2 headset. Facebook parent Meta has devoted $10 billion over the next year to shift its focus to the metaverse. What's interesting about Facebook's strategy so far is anyone that makes a cool app for the Meta, Facebook's buying. So if you want to cheat sheet on how to get wealthy quickly, come up with a cool app for virtual reality. Companies like Sony may want to attract people who want a headset that seamlessly connects and plays the games that they're already playing. Sony's virtual reality headset requires a PlayStation run, while the 299 Meta can connect to a computer for power-intensive gaming applications or can run wire-free for less intensive tasks. So who's going to have the right formula? It's widely rumored at this point in time. It's widely rumored at this point in time that Apple's going to come out with a two to $3,000 headset, augmented reality, glasses, goggles, uh, whatever you want to call it, in the fall of 2022. So this year. It's just rumored, though, but yeah, we'll see. Home Depot beat expectations. Retailer see it says it sees growth ahead of the 2022. It's a calendar year thing, but basically they said sales grew 11% in the fiscal fourth quarter as the retailer topped Wall Street expectations and said it sees sales growth ahead. Wall Street tends to like that kind of thing. Um, visibility, uh, parameters that they could work with, a little bit of guidance saying, okay, we could be at 2.2 billion to 2.4 billion in revenue. Gives us an idea. Oh, you're going to grow 11% year over year. We like that. We feel comfortable with that. Home Depot shares are down a little bit in pre-market trading, but nothing too shocking. And for the record, sales were actually not 2.3 billion, but 35.7 billion. So we own homes and we're willing to throw paint on them, plant gardens around them. We're heading into the very profitable spring season for Home Depot. And again, people are feeling... A little bit more travel these days, so maybe a little less loving on your home. Interesting news on loving on your home. I have a second home in the mountains, which I'm a little bit embarrassed by because it's a excess of, of riches. 
it always needs maintenance because it's in an icy, snowy part of the world. And because it needs maintenance, my dog's annoying me for food right now. I think I messed up. Stop it, dog. Um, <laughs> she's making her, she's making it known that no one's here to feed her but me. Home price growth in the United States paused in the final month of 2021. Home price growth slowing down, maintenance costs going up, maintenance on lumber, maintenance on labor, maintenance on getting someone scheduled on time year over year. They're raising prices to keep up with inflation. At some point, the maintenance becomes expensive in a mountain home and you go, hey, the home appreciation is not doing what it wanted to, I wanted to. But last year, the 20, the 20, 20 city composite index by the Case-Shiller index posted an 18.6% annual gain. Stunning. But, and this is a big but, there was a slowdown in December. So if you look at data and you look at it on one month, you'd be like, uh-oh. But if you look at it on one year, you're like, sweet. Phoenix is considered the least affordable city in the United States. Now in the last year, it's jumped 32.5% as far as what salaries are versus home prices. Tampa and Miami were both up 29 and 27% each respectfully. I know a lot of tech entrepreneurs who are leaving the Bay Area heading to Miami in large part to hang out with their friends who've already gotten there but also to avoid paying income taxes and to get better, well, I'm not going to say better weather, just to get a very warm weather experience. National Association of Realtors reported the median existing home price for all housing types is $350,300. It's up 15.4%. Wow. So off a little bit, still a good month, but off. Where do you think home prices are going to go? You tell me. Drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. We'll take a break. I'm going to go feed my puppy. I'll be right back. Resources to help you manage your money. Visit robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. Um, over the weekend... It was widely thought it was pretty much so dialed to the world that Putin was going into the Ukraine. So Saturday and Sunday, things started happening. Like Biden wasn't going to go back to Delaware. He was just going to chill at the White House and try to get the allies figuring out what they're going to do. At one point in time, I saw the Dow futures drop 500 points. I was like, it's going to be one of those Mondays. But it's Tuesday because today's President's Day. Therefore, tomorrow would be Tuesday, right? And um, it's one of those Tuesdays. At one point in time, I saw Dow futures rebounded just down 200. But now they're down 320 points as the market is opened. I'm kind of okay with this reaction. And again, this is where I'm going to sound incredibly callous because there's people who are probably dying, children who are losing their innocence women who are being attacked. But I think this is going to pass as an investor. The next thing out of my mouth is almost creepy. I almost want to buy some Apple today or some Amazon. Knowing in my heart of hearts that Apple and Amazon don't really have a lot of exposure or worry about Russia. 
They don't have factories there. Now, I will say that's one area where I am very interested in. There's American companies that have do business in Ukraine or in Russia. Because that's smack dab. One area where we're going to say, okay, we're going to sanction you. Putin's going to come back and we're going to sanction you. So companies like PepsiCo, 4.4% of their sales come from Russia and Ukraine. Mohawk Industries, who makes flooring, 4.3% of their sales come from Russia and Ukraine. McDonald's, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, 4.2% of their sales come from Russia and Ukraine. Then you get into some gold companies, like Ken Ross. Then you get into Philip Morris International. This is going to make you smile when I say this. It's going to be harsh. It's going to be cruel. I hate that I'm protecting my, my legacy by telling you that here comes funny. We're exporting cancer to Russia. 8.4% of sales from Philip Morris come from Russia and Ukraine. I know, I know. You're saying that's controversial, Rob. Those little cigarettes, those aren't called cancer sticks. Yeah, they are. Americans get, have wised up. Not all Americans, but some Americans have wised up that they cause cancer. And it's not a pretty way to go out. Mortgage rate locks surge in the month of January as borrowers beat the rising rates. That's going to be something that we're going to talk about 10, 15, 20 years from now. Like, why didn't I buy 10 mortgages? Why didn't I, use, why didn't I get 10 properties at these prices? I know you're saying, but the prices are sky high, Rob. That's why. But the cost of money is sky low. That's, I know that's not worse. I didn't know when I said it, but I know it now. Sky low isn't a word. But they're low rates. You knew what I meant. So people are going to regret. Because when my dad bought a house, he thought it was crazy expensive. When I bought my first house, I thought it was crazy expensive. When I bought my last house, I thought it was crazy expensive. When I bought the house in between that, I thought it was crazy expensive. And oftentimes during those periods of times, what I did was I got a smaller home to try to say, ah, it's crazy expensive. So I'm going to get less than what is ideal for me and my family or me, or me in my life. So I downsized. And you know, 10 years later, you wish you would have gone and splurged a little bit more. It's the cost of the money that's cheap, the mortgage. People can afford what I call monthly payments. They don't care if the mortgage is 3.25% or 2.5%. My last home, I'm guilty of this. I was like, yeah. I don't want my mortgage to be that much different than my last mortgage. So I don't need $900,000. I'll just take $425,000. At 2.5%, my accountant said, are you sure you want to do that, Rob? Because that's a cheap cost of money, and I know you. He's right. I don't know. I think that's, if I can teach you that, and you can teach that to your kids, I done done I done 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 good, Dad. Right? I know you're saying you're an idiot. Yes, I am. Let's take a look at the markets. We open the red. We're not fighting our way back. It's too early to say that. We're ten minutes into the trading session. Apple Store unions could jeopardize its carrying reputation. Huh. I don't know. I'm not paying that 
close of attention to the Starbucks unionizing thing and the Apple unionizing? Is that a thing? Employees at, at, in at least two Apple stores are filing paperwork to seek recognition by the National Labor Relations Board. But Apple is fighting back with managers trying to paint the unionization effort as a negative for employees in the long run. I have mixed feelings on that. Um, I understand unions. I really, really do. And if my kid could join an electrician union and get trained to be an electrician, I think that's a very noble and great career. And having uh, someone come into my home who knows electricity, because there's one thing I will not do. I will not get on top of a 40-foot ladder and I will not mess with electricity. I think having teachers who need unions because the high cost of living, they can't afford. We need teachers in Phoenix, but they can't afford to live there on teacher salary. We need teachers in San Francisco, but they can't afford to live there unless they marry well. Back when I was single, I dated a teacher who our parents were loaded. And we never had that question of like, could you afford to be a teacher without your parents subsidizing? And the answer is no. But do we need unions for Starbucks? I have a latte machine that's pretty good. I've got a drip coffee maker that's pretty good. I don't need a union for coffee. Now, again, I understand that I'm crossing a line here. I look at unions as things that protect us. Police, firefighters, teachers, electricians. Um, the car companies back in the day, and maybe we'll talk about Apple in 20, 30 years. Like, oh, Apple used to have like slave-like conditions. They made small children and women come in and, and work at the Genius Bar. I don't think that's where we're at or what we're going to be talking about in 10 years. But socially, I may be totally wrong. Maybe the millennials have it right and they should unionize at Starbucks and Amazon. Video games? Hmm. Do I think that there should be better working environments than clearly what Activision put forward for their employees? Absolutely. Do we need a union? Are you with me or are you against me? Because I'm just talking, I'm talking poop right now and I know it. But I'll tell you as a shareholder, the difference between GM and Tesla, unions. The difference between Ford and Tesla, unions. And I'm not against the idea of unions. I'm against the long-term commitments unions win for their employees, like lifelong healthcare, pensions forever. My dad was in war. He went to two tours of war. He killed people. He drove a tank. He counted dead bodies. He got a pension because he did all that. He wasn't the same person. He was horrible. He, he was a shell of the man that he was when he was 18. If I could go back in time and get him out of the army, I would have. But because he did it, he got a pension. It was one of the best things my dad ever did for my mother. Because he died 25 years previous to her from smoking those little cancer sticks that we export to Russia in mass. I don't know. I kind of, I don't know. I just, it's going to shock me if in 20 years, we, if we, will we regret unionizing a McDonald's or a Starbucks? 
because Starbucks and McDonald's will go more and more kiosk. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. I did something I don't want to admit. I'm not great at Bitcoin. And I know that. I don't want to put the hours into it to be great at that like I'm great at stocks. Now, keep in mind, when I say that I'm great at stocks, I want you to always consult a broker advisor for taking action on anything I have mentioned on the air. I'm not in charge of your portfolio. You shouldn't act like I am. So where is this going? I'm going to get there. Bitcoin is showing us that it is not a haven of safety. And over the weekend, I saw a video. It's a viral video on YouTube. It's been retweeted a lot on why Bitcoin isn't for real. And that's interesting in and of itself. Because I was like, okay, let's see where this is to go. Because you typically think viral video, everyone's going to be hyping Bitcoin. You know, don't you go into the moon or what, what have you. And one of the things the guy said, you know, NFTs are basically created to show that there's value in something that's incredibly, you know, limited number of Bitcoins. And ultimately, and I, I, I somewhat agree from a distance, Bitcoin is a pyramid scheme. If you buy one Bitcoin, you walk up to your pharmacist and say, yes, sir, I'd like one Bitcoin. He's going to charge you $37,824. So you need an economy where you can go out and spend that 37,824 Bitcoins or fractions thereof. You need someone else to buy it. So there's kind of a pyramid schemey thing going with it. There's a viral video on YouTube. Um, top five reasons Bitcoin is a scam. If you want to own something like Bitcoin, I say one to 5%. If you were to tell me Hey, there's this company, and we'll call them BDO. And BDO has this, this hey, we're going to sell something everyone needs. We're going to call it B-deodorant. And everyone uses deodorant. So why don't you sell it to your friends, and you'll make 10 cents every time they buy it, and we'll make 5 cents every time they buy it. And those are eventually called pyramid schemes. Um, because you got to get too many people, and then you have to buy the product. And oh, that's the rub. I once knew a woman who reached out to me in her mid thirties. She got to a messy divorce. I'm guessing she was married to a highly successful tech and entrepreneur or employee, and she liked that lifestyle. And when they got the divorce, she didn't have that lifestyle anymore. So she went after a company like BDO and started selling power shakes, and this company that sold power shakes became hot in the news because one billionaire thought it was a pyramid scheme. One billionaire thought it was legit. It just happened to go after Spanish speaking communities, um, which are sometimes looking for that get rich scheme to get ahead. Um, some of our communities that are on the fringe, um, i.e. not Caucasian male, but it was a scam. And I'm, I'm like, if you really, really want to do it, one to 5% of your wealth. I started this hour by telling you, I know someone who lost over a million dollars. No, no. I know someone who knows someone who lost over. Uh, I didn't actually know the person, but it's been a long time. 
I mostly directly one hand off know a person who's lost over a million dollars in a Bitcoin scam. Be very cautious. Uh, because with her, that ended up being about 60 to 70% of her wealth. And it's changed her retirement enormously. That's all I'm, you know, again, you can do whatever you want. I like moderation and moderation. Nothing over 5%. You know, I don't know if that's true of everything, like a little bit of salad, a little bit of vegetables, a little bit of fruit, a little bit of red meat. I'm okay with. I feel like dog poop when I do two pounds of meat and nothing else during the day. It's like, oh, it was delicious, but I don't feel so good. So that's out there. Stocks are down as investors are monitoring the rising Russian-Ukraine tensions. If this is anything like past aggressive pushes by dictators, it should be over by Friday. Um, and it should create a buying opportunity if world economies don't get too hurt by the price of oil or the price of natural gas, which is a word we need to change at some point in time. We need to take the word natural out of gas and just call it oil byproduct gasoline or gas in the ground that happens to be organic for sure, but not necessarily clean and natural. I get it. It's not like we're labeling strawberries, right? Uh, U.S. home prices growth is stalled. That's interesting to note. A little bit of a rising crime and the work from home conundrum is going on all at the same time. It's interesting. The person that bought my house last July had their car broken into. I had my car stolen and a couple times before broken into. And you would think this neighborhood in San Carlos was just lovely. And it's, it's, it is. But there's haves and have-nots in the world, and the have-nots like to steal your diaper bags. Irreverent, over-the-top, and smart as a whip. This is The Rob Black Show. This is Rob Black. Thank you for listening to my podcast, The Rob Black Show. If you're looking for a certified financial planner or getting ready for retirement, contact me at rob at robblackshow.com. I can get you in touch with a certified financial planner from EP Wealth. Contact me, rob at robblackshow.com. That's rob at robblackshow.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.